For the first episode of Community Meeting with Adrian, our guest is none other than Devin Anderson, the Avocado Squad Mix God. Listen as we reminisce on our musical beginnings, upbringing, and Devin even shares some book recommendations with us. This was recorded a year ago, so don't miss out on our New Year's Eve jam at the end. Enjoy. Well, shit. Welcome. So, hey, <laughs> this is a community meeting with Adrian. I'm Adrian. We are going to be chilling with the homie Devin today. Hey. So, for those of you who, who don't know, Devin Anderson is my partner in crime when it comes to doing music stuff here. We've been uh, doing music for quite a while now. Um, yeah, we started like, back in the Big Raggedy, Big Big Rapids. Yeah, like five years, 2015-ish? Yeah. Yeah, and um, so how did that start? Um, I have horrible memory, so that's also one of the reasons why I want to do this is like yeah. talking with my friends and stuff and just figuring out the stories and all that stuff and just getting some stuff that I might have forgot, you know, so... Yeah. What do you remember about when we first kind of started doing music stuff together? My memory is a little hazy on it too. Or well, there are a, a I'll give you a few events and I don't know what order they're in, but there's Cleopatra's open mic in Big Rapids where it was a hookah lounge that we did like poetry slam. You would freestyle um definitely. I would do some guitar stuff and that's where I started looping. And I think we just kind of started like saying hi and nice, like, oh, nice job, dude. Yeah. To like each good, other, like that kind that of thing. That was a good one. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then um, I did a story on you for a class uh, for a journalism project. I just had to interview someone. And we taught, we met at a, a like, the, at the gate, this loud bowling alley. And for some reason, we were like, do you remember this? Dude, I don't remember this at all. I, I might even <laughs> still have the recording on my phone because I turned it into an article. Um, I don't know Damn. why I did. I just was like, "Hey, can I interview you?" And like, you just like spilled your life to me for like an hour. Holy shit! And there's like just drunk people and bowling and yeah, and, and just a bunch of ruckus like yeah. going on around. Damn. Um, I can I can see that happening. I can yeah. <laughs> and then I was kind of getting into the the looping thing, and I wanted to be like Reggie Watts, but I, I could do the loop part, but not the vocal the, part yeah. so i was like maybe adrian can jam with me and then eventually you came over and we wrote like three songs that we still play now Damn. in like a couple hours yeah my my um first memory is um is cleopatra's lounge for sure i think one time you had your looper that day and you were like said something like hey you want to come up and and do something i was like yeah oh. and I, that was the first time we did something like in front of people i remember just like i kicked a freestyle you did some shit with the looper got, wow. got some something going you know what i mean yeah because th that's kind of hazy for me because that became like a weekly thing for us yeah we would like we just go kept. there and then it moved to the raven eventually and we did every week there so there was a lot of different like, creative nonsense spots. happening spots yeah well, shit, you want to bust a loop right now? Sure. Oh, let's, let's, uh, so another part of this show is I'm, I'm trying, I'm going to try very hard to get all of my guests to freestyle with me. I know some people probably will just refuse. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, and that's on them. They'll just lose cool points with the community. So, you know, I know you'll freestyle. So I challenge you right now. Um, you should get uh, someone in public office to freestyle <laughs> on this program. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're doing it. Like we're doing. Ma- it. I gotta get somebody. Mayor Bliss or someone. someone get like Mayor that. Bliss in here, <laughs> busting a rap. Yeah, we'll see. Get, get Rep Justin one. Amash to bust a rap. Yeah, I'll, yeah, he <laughs> might have something. You might have something in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> in the chamber, yeah. Okay. Um. on the podcast rapping i'm sitting here on the podcast snapping and you don't even know how it even happened you probably at your crib taking a napkin napping snapping come through back get back then come through adrian right i'm about that action i don't need the practice i'm on the map then i'm most pass it to devin here rap then hey i'm in the rapping i'm in here rapping about to take a nap and I had a drink earlier, it's only noon, and I'm going to watch some cartoons and then take a nap because I'm just too tired. I'm just too tired. I'm about to get fired because I'm just too tired. And I said, hey, hi, how are you doing? What in the heck am I going to be doing when I eat some stuff from Taco Bell? It makes me feel like I'm in hell. Quesadilla is what you mean, and I got the things with Adrian, yeah, yeah. Adrian, and I'm on the scene. You can crown me, baby, cause I am the king. If I wasn't the king, then I probably wouldn't be. But I'd be like, nah, well, maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe I could be, right where the hood be. Maybe I should be, knocking on wood be. Before I say something that's too reckless, I got the mic check, the mic check, check. Yeah. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, we're out here on that New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, we're out here on this New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, we're out here on this New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, we're out here on this New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. It is. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, we're out here on this New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. So yeah, that's uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's um, that's kind of how our relationship started. <laughs> yes. Fucking in a in a room doing that all day, like yeah, you know, yeah, we we yeah, that was to the to the detriment of my studies, like truly, uh, really distracting. Man. That was a fertile time. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. Most of like most of what we play with the United Everywhere is that's like, the those, origins those songs. right yeah, there. We made it the avocado. Yeah, and like so, the avocado. Yeah, let's talk about the avocado for mm. sure. So um, that was just like, well, that was your house. That's where you lived. Mm-hmm. Um, 
around what time was that? Like what year? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. Okay. Some of part of both years. Nice, nice. Um, and who was all living there when you first got in? Like that's still around. Oh, uh, Meredith Hag, our Avocad Squad partner, and Mitch Gates. Uh, Mitch, so yeah, they right. both were there when you first moved in. Um, yes. Nice. No, yeah, Mitch moved in like six months later. There were eight people living in the house, and it was just a constant revolving door of of just weird stuff. Weird so, folks. Yeah. And um, I was in and out once or twice too. Yeah. And I know for Both sure ones. at some point I'm going to get Meredith on here. She does a lot of music stuff with us. So she painted, like, when did she paint that wall, the avocado green? Because that's where the shit comes from. Yeah. Like the avocado <laughs> reference. Um, it was there when I moved in. Or, like, she had already done it. So that okay. was, like, the first thing oh, she did. Shit. And I think nice. it's just kind of, like, what she had was just that color. We just had that color. Yeah. Damn. And so. then, like, maybe a couple min- a couple months in, we started painting in white over it. Different mm-hmm. doodles and stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, the avocado was basically a place where we all just kind of hung out and was weird. You know, we might have a night just fucking doing music all night and smoking and whatever, like, and yeah. just really jamming uh, with each other. And it's so the walls were just like this avocado green. And Meredith started having it, like, people who were over there a lot would just do a white doodle on the wall yeah doodle yeah probably <laughs> 50 to 100 people had contributions to the wall i'd say maybe Hell not yeah. that many i don't know somewhere in there uh and she would like refine what they did to make it look really nice and there's a picture around somewhere hell but, yeah yeah oh and keep in mind this i mean it's like where a lot of my great memories are but it was a very stinky cold <laughs> small basement room it's like 10 by 12 and then Damn. there's a kitchen kind of attached to it. Uh, yeah, it sucked. That was like my worst. My wi- <laughs> my room had no windows. Holy shit. I don't even think I ever saw your room. I know it's tucked back like in this fucking corner. Yeah, like. it was around <laughs> a hallway. down. Yeah, I had a door to the outside because legally Damn. you have to, but then no windows. Well sucked anyway (laughs) cool place sucky um you know but we made some dope fucking memories there for sure a lot of shows too oh probably six or seven house shows yeah let's talk about the telethon i totally like wasn't even planning on thinking talking about that but that see that's why i'm doing this shit this (laughs) will make me like remember my life i'm like yeah you know we fucking move so quick but um the telethon how did that start we did there was two of them right yeah so um it was honestly i think inspired a little bit by wolfpack they didn't do theirs for charity they just do a album stream every year okay and the the one in particular i think for thrill of the arts or maybe it was beautiful game it was really just them hanging out kind of playing songs on like kind of a rinky dink setup of instruments um on like one mic or something and they raised a bunch of money and the chat was just really like it's just, just going a good like vibe. people yeah. yeah it was just having a good time yeah. live streaming it and they're shouting the out people who are buying like in real time so i was like oh that would be cool to do for charity and then we just kind of got looking around and um oh, i forget the name of the place now but it was a food pantry for 
oh, unhoused yeah, F, students. Ferris, yeah. yeah, or hungry um, students. Dang it. I, yeah, I can't remember that name either. Which on, I believe at the time, the person I talked to said that about 100 students were like registered as unhoused. That's insane. Yeah, for one reason or another. So Damn. I don't, that's, that's crazy. Like, I don't even, I never, that ever even crossed my mind that people would have the energy to go to school and yeah not have a fucking home through through some like scholarship or, or whatever it is that's yeah. like getting them there but like the extra stuff on top of that is like that's, very you know tiny yeah i'm like i think about the shit i'm going through and yeah i can't even imagine that hats fucking off uh yeah yeah so, so i think that was meredith's idea to do that and it was it was really cool someone from uh, that food pantry came down and talked to us. It's still on YouTube. It's a 12-hour stream oh, of uh, musical yeah, like what improv the fuck was nonsense. Going on? Yeah, like... Yeah, there was a puppet show, and, like, <laughs> we played. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of people played. That's probably one of, one of the initial or pretty, you know, beginning UE performances. Maybe, was yeah. Was doing that. Because that... Cause, I don't even know if we were calling, if we had a name for it yet. Do we? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. But uh, someday, I don't know if you'd want to do it on the, this podcast or not. But we should drop that voice memo of uh, you saying the band name and then us being like, "Oh, yeah, like, oh, dude. That's it. like oh my god, we figured it out." Yeah, Adrian just kind of threw it off in a jam one day. Yeah, it was like a beginning freestyle thing. I was kicking off, and I was just being just open i don't know just yeah. being like saying whatever Love and it, it came out we'd like to welcome you all to the bass album coming to you live and direct from the united everywhere the united everywhere Whoa! <laughs> that's it <laughs> coming at you from the united that's such a positive message right at the ballot fuck you <laughs> Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Jesus! Hallelujah! <laughs> but yeah, the telethon, um, that, that was pretty cool. And then you guys did an, another one. Like, was that like a year later, do you or recall? Or was that... Um, yeah, that was... I think exactly a year later that one I wasn't living in Grand Rapids by that point so I only made the end of it oh, didn't really shit. have much to do with the planning or anything yeah I can't even remember I feel like we 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 did some stuff on that one too though I think. yeah we did an acoustic set it was just oh. acoustic guitar and you and that was I remember that being kind of fun it's up there we nice. could look at that too yeah that's crazy a lot of times I'm <clears throat> I'm really scared of those situations. Like I don't, I don't think I ever told you that. But like whenever like we perform and it's just like no drums or bass, I'm just like, okay. Like, oh man. Like I'm gonna try to make this because I, I feel like I'm, I'm missing. You know what I mean? Something and I feel like more of the weights on me. Like shit. All right. I'm, I it like, is. I'm more focused on. Yeah, because like, I can shit. think of at least a few <laughs> songs where you're you're rapping faster than I'm playing. So you become the drummer, like the driving rhythmic force. And I remember feeling really good about that. Like Damn. there were a few where I think you like 
your flow dictating the feel of the song was the appropriate oh, thing shit. as opposed to the drummer doing it, which is, you know, only natural. Yeah. But. Damn. All right. More, uh, more acoustic sets coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So um, your hometown, where, where are you from? Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Sault Ste. Marie. In I used that peninsula. in a rap before, and just because it rhymed, I don't know shit oh. about Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. There are two of them. It's the Twin Sioux. So across the river, it's at the tip of the Upper Peninsula, and across the river is Canada. Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. Ontario. Okay. Damn. It's a weird, weird town. <laughs> it's cool, though. I like it. How, how do you feel that town has shaped you? Like, Do you feel like, I don't know. What from that town has mm. seeped into you and, and makes Devin Devin? Oh. That's hard to say. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, you might have to cut while I think. Right? No, no, that's that's fine. I'm I'm yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. Um <laughs> I mean it's it's a I guess I could just talk about it. It's yeah. a small town and I feel very it's a it was a bubble i went to catholic elementary school so i very much grew up in like a traditional at first and then i think which i see i think i see reflected in a lot of the country like as i grew up my family and just my outlook on life got more progressive that's cool and woke up a little bit yeah but not that it was like i don't think it was like bad or anything i just think like i grew up just kind of not knowing about like a ton <laughs> including just like regular life stuff like mm-hmm. i don't know moving to grand rapids has shaped me probably equally even yeah. in just a few years because city life and all the people you meet it's a totally different That's experience crazy. yeah yeah a lot of moments like that for me fucking just like just being in different spaces and man it'll do that and yeah it's just important man mm-hmm. like so much i learned from going to college so much i learned from like being in germany for a little bit and shit like that like, right just like yeah talk to people this is what this shit, shit is about like community talking you know yeah gotta do that shit um well so music like what was your initial what made you fall in love with music? Like, who are those artists? Like, what were you doing as a kid? I don't know. Like, mm, yeah. what, what was that shit like? <laughs> um, I wasn't, like, I didn't, this is maybe one of the ways I was kind of sheltered, is, like, I just, it was all out there, but there was, I kind of just listened to whatever was around until maybe, like, 11 or 12 years old. And it was just kind of radio and I liked music, but I don't know what it was, but even that was as I became acquainted with the internet and stuff, like I, I wasn't reaching out to a bunch of things. It would just kind of be like what came my way. But early on I did find Green Day was like the first like favorite band. And actually like earlier than that, I think Crazy Train is the first like rock song that I heard and was like, crazy Damn. train and i'd still See, put that on like a top songs of all time kind of list because it's just it's like a it's as good as guitar gets for like okay. rock rock thing. hell yeah
See, this is gonna give me some homework, cause like, I yeah, I still have so much to know, like learn about music. Still, like I'm mm-hmm. like rock music. I feel like there's so much I just like haven't touched. Like, I grew up very much like just listening to rap initially, like just fucking hardcore, just like this all the fuck I'm listening mm-hmm. to, like stuff I shouldn't have been listening to. Um, yeah. Is that like the harsh stuff that when you're in high school kind of stuff, like you're pushing I, boundaries, that kind of thing? I, I was I was like six, like oh, no, oh, like, gotcha. no, yeah, like it was, it, was, it was like it was just like around, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what my mom my mom listened to like Snoop and um what else was he listening to a lot? I mean th- those first Outcast albums and um those are like my first oh and Tupac like those are my like initial introductions Mm. to music so it's just very much unfiltered motherfuckers just saying whatever the fuck was on their mind fuck the 5-0 cause they after me kill me if they could I never let them capture me the lost too many niggas to this gang banging homies died in my arms with his brains hanging fucked up I had to tell him it was alright and that's a lie and he knew it when he shook and died so you know that's very much part of who I am you know what I mean like I that definitely I fell in love with people just saying whatever the fuck they felt like I love that part about hip-hop I know sometimes it's some of the stuff they say is is trash and I think we're getting better um oh yeah I mean I'd say the but, same about the harsh <laughs> rock music yeah. I'm listening to like and it, it all depends because yeah. there's like there's like totally beautiful stuff yeah at any era hell yeah then there's always noise but hell yeah but yeah um, but I, yeah i feel similar with hip-hop like i've learned so much from you um i think the thing that connected it for me was after green day i got into lincoln park oh shit yep. and like that puts me on the <laughs> jay-z and just like hip-hop in general because they have so many rap verses yeah um and and then yeah. i mean and, and that that's definitely like influenced in Linkin Park you know hip hop is all in there like Shinoda yeah yeah like yeah fuck yeah you gotta have those groups that fucking bridge that bridge those gaps like for me getting outside of listening to only rap was probably middle school when I found out about Red Hot Chili Peppers oh yeah nice um it was middle school because yeah. that, that was like seventh grade was like yeah. a part for me. That's yeah, because when I discovered it, because I, I I was just watching. You know, I, I I watched music videos like all mm-hmm. the time. Like that was my job basically. So like, oh yeah, I um was watching music videos and saw one of those Red Hot Chili Pepper videos on, and he was just fucking. He's basically rapping on there. I was like, holy shit! Like he's just fucking. Oh, it's all around the world. We can make yeah. time pumping in the stuff because I'm in my like he's doing that shit. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm into this. Like, I need to find out about all of this. Like, I I was crazy like that in middle school. I was just like, all right, now I got to learn every song by this band. Like, I need to listen to all their shit and yeah. figure out what the fuck this is. Like, yeah, who's been holding out on me? Like, that's how I am about <laughs> music. Like, when I find out about some new shit, I'm like y'all holding out i gotta let me get it <laughs> are you like that with I, i'm pretty sure you are like where you you're like a completist with an artist like you want to listen to all their stuff if you get really into somebody oh yeah i'm yeah. that's definitely gotten me stuck over the years like every, trying to catch every, every single 
Well, yeah, just I think I spend a lot of time with music. It yeah. might it might speak to like how I was a little sheltered from it or maybe only had access to a little bit of it at a time as mm-hmm. a kid. Maybe that's not true. I mean, we had computers by then, but um, I don't know. I remember like holding my MP3 player when I was 12 to the 12 or 13 up to my TV speaker and recorded um, Black Eyed Peas playing uh my humps yeah <laughs> like live at an award show and listening to that <laughs> that shitty recording like of them playing it back. it's not a good recording it's not a good performance not a good sound mix from the tv and all of it it was and uh yeah i would just listen to that and i would do that a lot i'd hold my uh mp3 player to my computer speaker and record something um <laughs> And then I would like, you know, save my money and buy stuff and then put it on. But it was before like, you know, iPods, I guess. Yeah. And like easy so. way to just just get a recording of, of stuff. No, I, I had a similar tool when I was younger. I can't even remember what it was called because it was like in between like when we were transitioning from like CD players and shit to MP3. It was like an MP2 between like little disc thing. You had these little like almost like floppy disk deals and you put it in there but it was cool because you can plug right into like anything with a jack and just record it onto these little disc but you can like and i don't know i really don't understand how these work because in a disc you could still skip tracks so like i would record Mm. something i don't know it was it was some weird in between thing that that probably just got put off the market because they came through with the iPods and shit, but wow. yeah, there was um, the wild west before the, like the iPod shuffle. Yeah. Was, like like really people were just like, was yo, like I'm about to, yeah. Cause I remember all those fucking, yeah. But yeah, I would fucking go in and just like record shitty ass TV recordings. Like <laughs> there's this random show with, um, method man and red man had an MTV show where they would just do like random weird shit. Whoa. And on, on one of the episodes, they brought in um, Ludacris. They brought in Ludacris, and they're pretty, pretty much playing a prank on him. So they like, yeah, they, we want you to collab on this song with us, and it's the shittiest beat ever. Like they, <laughs> like they play it for Ludacris, and it's just like so horrible. It's like, ding, ding, bling. like it's not on beat. It's as random as fuck. <laughs> And Ludacris is like acting like he's really fucking feeling to be. He's like, yeah, about you like, know, like because nice. these is the home, like, yeah. like fucking Method Man, Red Man, like, goddamn, like, yeah. And this is when Ludacris was pretty new too. Like, he gonna mm. fucking rap on it, you know? Yeah, but he fucking rapped to this beat, and I liked what he came up with. So I don't know. I think that shit opened me up. Like, I'm I'm just thinking about this in real time because I, I never even thought about this, but. Seeing him like rap to that crazy ass offbeat beat and still like he found rhythms in there. Oh wow. And did shit. I was like like I listened to that shit all I used to listen to it all the time and it was so horrible. Like it was not good. <laughs> like so- you cause I have feelings too damn it. I ain't kind of a sensitive guy. Why? Can it be can it be cause I'm feeling a sensitive high? Give me my glass flash blunts and give me my cloudy day. Give me my crown, give me my hand, and get the f*** away. Hey, yo, you hear me? Yeah. Yo, it was, um, I don't know, it was a little offbeat to me and s***. All right, because I think I started on the wrong, on so the wrong one. So then, <laughs> then, like, you hear them, like, 
saying it was like they they eventually give it up. Oh right? yeah, that like yeah, like we was fucking with you all this shit, da da da. And I, I can't remember what what he said about her or anything. Like mm. if he was he just felt like oh what the you know whatever. But I I used to listen to that rap because it was for one it was just a funny situation, so it'll make me laugh. But then I'm like yo, he's actually kind of still riding this beat though. Like he's still fucking doing that shit. And I was like Whoa. hell yeah. Yeah, Ludacris is a big influence for me, actually. Like, I like, I feel like a lot of people don't give him his props, but I don't know. Especially, I've always liked him. Yeah, and and like for him, um, rhythmically, what he does, and mm. I used to listen to him freestyle a lot on in the basement on on Rap City was a show where a lot of dope rappers would just come down there and freestyle. Um, mm. That's another thing that really got me into freestyling, but. He was one of the uh, guests that was when he was on there. It's like okay, this he about to go in. Like you know, he's about to spit a dope ass freestyle. Uh, yeah. What more could I want? I get it and waste it. Only thing left to take is Rap City in the basement. Snatch the furniture or here's the plan: kidnap Big Tigger and hold him for ten grand. Tell BET if they wanna see him again. Bring Freeze and I Lathan and a bottle of gin so I could get right to it. The game I just threw. And he's on, I mean, he's on one of the best songs of all time. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. where I found out about him, of course, but because yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, from the UP. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, my dad really liked that song. We would jam to that a lot. Damn. That's a little John beat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, you know. We'll be hearing that for the rest of our lives. For sure. Every dance. Oh, dude, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I was listening to, um, I can't remember the name of it. It's a bonus track on Battle of the Sexes, the Ludacris album. And it's like, I'm going to try and do it real quick. Oh, yeah. hey, <laughs> I don't remember the words fully, but it's like, Ludacris, are you over there sexting? My girl just checked my cell phone. My girl just checked my cell phone. My girl this just is the song? My cell phone. I don't know. My girl just checked my cell phone. It's like, ha ha, lol, kit. And then, I don't know, it's like. You my, ain't just make this up? My, no, no, this okay. is like, it's a bonus song. So, like, it's pretty it's pretty cheesy, but, like, all the, the samples are like. Like, like cell phone noises and stuff, like little dial tones and shit. It's, it's a cool beat, but, um,. It opens up where he's like leaving his yeah he's like leaving his girlfriend a message being like um uh whatever you do uh don't uh don't don't look at my phone or just something like that yeah and it's like he's like no let's go it's just yeah like peak uh so mid-2000s skit era or like and, and just have it when was it when was the skit era early okay. 2000s you gotta do this for me huge probably like mid-90s to 2000 i would say i know like there was a while where that was like it was getting to a point with rap music with the skits. Like, it's too many skits, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, that used to be an integral, intri- I, don't, I don't know how to say the word. Integral. Integral part to a lot of rap albums was just like, yeah. you're going to have, out of out of the 28 songs I saw here, <laughs> 10 of them skits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just an album. Yeah. Yeah, I think that in the CD era, it made more sense. Yeah. Because it seems silly on streaming now. Oh, yeah. Just seeing them go by. Yeah, just like, yeah. And uh, they're not being paid for any of them that are under 30 seconds. So, you you know, if you're doing a skit, if you're doing a skit, man, make it a long, uh, entertaining, 
30 second plus skit yeah leave some silence <laughs> after your tracks that they're under 30 seconds get that money yep uh <laughs> get that money man um shoot I'm trying to think if I uh, talked about everything I was planning on. This is my first one, y'all, so y'all got to be, you know, patient with me. What um, what are you reading now? Are you reading anything? Um, Not a ton. I read articles a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been trying to force myself this year to go deep on just, like, just... I don't know, interesting pieces. I, I could recommend um, <laughs> there's a... Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's on ProPublica, and it's uh, about Dollar General and Family Dollars. Oh shit! And like they everywhere. Yeah, they're popping up more places, and it's this weird indicator of about to have a come a lot of stuff that's going on, (laughs) and a lot of like bad stuff that's going on. Oh shit! the, The neighborhoods that they're going into, and like the company doesn't treat its employees well, particularly with like the way they're guarded at night there are a lot of robberies and and they're not allowed to carry or anything i don't know there's like it's just a lot of giant piece of of uh i don't know i I thought it was like really i don't know i'm rambling no 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 it sounds i mean it sounds fucking interesting yeah so if you can find that a lot of stuff you don't pro publica i believe is the website (laughs) and it's about dollar general and uh yeah it's it's scary, but it's a good read. And yeah, I just I just read stuff like that, and I listen to a ton of podcasts. That's yeah, podcast like, hey. much more than music. Hey, unfortunately. that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, po- yeah, podcasts have been become a more part of my life, like in the last couple years. Probably a lot of times seeing you like listen to them, and mm. and I think I started off with like. I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast a lot. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I listen to Talib Kweli one a lot, a whole lot. Yeah. I love I, that. Yeah. I'm just all about these hip hop podcasts and figuring out all these stories and stuff. It's cool to hear it. Like, it's surprising to me that a lot of the rap community until recently hasn't been interviewed in long form. Right. I guess that's true of most people, but. Um, but that, it's only there's, recently there's that like the Breakfast really, Club and things yeah. like that have like opened up a lot of conversation with artists. Definitely, definitely, there's a lack of that, and um, yeah, and, and just the history of hip hop being documented, like it's just like not a whole lot of it. So to um, these last few years, like you're just getting so much more information about hip hop has been lovely. Like with the ton of documentaries that have come out about it and you just learn a lot of stories so yeah hell yeah i love it i love all those podcasts <laughs> and shit and yes documentaries learn some stuff about people it's a good thing yeah um oh and i have a copy of sapiens and someday i'm gonna read past like the 50 page mark Sa- i don't even what's the last thing i have to say about reading <laughs> what's, what's uh, sapiens what is it about? it's a or, it's like know. the history of humankind by yuval noah harari He's uh if you want to try him on, he's been on a bunch of podcasts, but super interesting thinker. And um the book is just a mammoth of like um it goes into the science of how the earth came to be, then like history and a lot of it's on agriculture. Um I don't know. And then he goes places that I haven't Wait, how long how yet. long is this book? Uh 
I don't know. It looks like maybe three or four hundred pages. Okay. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people love it. <laughs> I'm just um, plugging a massive book. A like, massive. Go out there and get it, folks. Get that. Uh, yeah, get that one. <laughs> Someday I'm gonna read it. But yeah, I, I thumb through it every now and then. Hell yeah! So, um, one thing I want to talk about um, before we get off here: the this year. This has been a fucking year. Like it's yeah. been a somehow a very long year, but very short too. Like. I don't know what's been going on. Um, a challenging year for most people. I feel like usually with challenges, growth has to happen. There's some kind of growth there. Do you feel like, like what have some of your challenges been and what, how has that changed you? What do you feel any growth on this year? Ooh. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff. I've just been thinking so much about yeah i think i think this has all forced us just to think about ourselves and how we fit in the world much differently Definitely. Uh, yeah and it's just been super stressful for you know yeah. a number of reasons but uh yeah i don't know i think i've slowed down this year and just I think I'm going to emerge from all the, all the like upset, not obsessive thinking, but just yeah. maybe, maybe overthinking some things just kind of in boredom. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I've, I've formed a lot of good habits this year. Started cooking a lot more. You've inspired me to make some mean <laughs> curry and stuff like that. Cook. Hey, cook. If you don't use curry in your life, like get it in your life. Curry is the shit. Yeah. You need like milk and this powder that costs two dollars and you win you win um upgrade to um coconut milk yes yeah or coconut cream if you're feeling really spicy yeah not spicy but creamy but do do that please um i am definitely a foodie i love to cook um yeah add some spices in your life yeah and onions and garlic (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, this has been a, a challenging year. Um, definitely we've all had that time to just like sit down. Like I feel, I feel like my biggest thing that I maybe took from this year was like sitting my ass down. Like, I don't know. I feel like we worry about a lot of shit and I don't know. I just, I was able to just kind of sit down and think. And I think that was really good. Also, and and like yeah, everyone had to think about where they fit in the world and and all these fucking grand scale things, you know. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of like uh, <laughs> yeah stress in the world too. Mm-hmm. Aside from yeah, just yeah. not not being able to live life normally. Yeah. The uh, yeah, it sucks, man. It just happened <laughs> to be like the worst news year of all time too. The, the worst New, what? News year. Oh, news Just year. in terms of like what's going on in the world. Yeah. Maybe not of all time. I don't know. Maybe we'll hey, think who, of it differently knows? soon. But uh, yeah, it's definitely. I've never stressed out about the state of the world as much as I did this oh, year. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. And I know like 
I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm just if we're all just exaggerating because of circumstances. But it does seem like coming into 2020, people were so like, and that's probably every year. But people are like, yeah, like 2020, like all these dope ass holidays are lined up, like all this shit. Like we're mm-hmm. gonna fucking rock this shit. And I, I remember, um, I remember because we had a 2020, uh, or yeah, we had a New Year's party here, like we usually do. Um, yeah. <laughs> excuse me at our house and um you know th- leading into this year was me doing this like speech thing leading up to the countdown or whatever yes um, yeah and i think you might have did it last year I, I feel like this is my first time ever doing it the like, first time i, I don't it was know a bunch of people yelling at each other trying to figure out whose <laughs> phone actually read midnight oh at the like, proper time. To, like no, it was you so <laughs> ridiculous um and then year two i think there was something involved with the looper oh was that? Just bust? No, i think that was this was this, this past year okay, yeah yeah because yeah. like so i i i did like a little speech thing leading up to it and i and like for myself like i don't know how anybody else felt but i believed every fucking thing i said like um i don't know it was just a, i don't even remember what i said but I know I felt it. It was just basically about like, yo, I'm changing, like for real. Um, and then, you know, everybody gets happy, blah blah. blah and then we bust into a a loop jam thing, and then you know, mm. and and I remember I was I was floating on that freestyle too. I was like going. I was like, oh shit, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah we did that shit, and then um. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I did like stick to what I said. I I I definitely grew. I definitely really evaluated myself. And I and I think being able to sit down had a lot to do with that. Like yeah. For sure. So, yeah, I would say yeah, I've had a similar without the freestyle, I've had a similar <laughs> level of uh yeah, reflection. Also meditated more than ever this year. And that's that's been, tight. That's been cool. What? Yeah. So, what are new habits you developed this year? Um, I make my bed every day, most days anyway, because I read that you should. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It feels good. Hell um, yeah. I really got my room into like a a very zen, peaceful place to be with mm-hmm. uh, not much music stuff. Like it's kind of a separate zone from the music. Oh, nice. So you can you can just be peaceful in your room like yeah, i don't yeah, know <laughs> it just it feels different when i'm in there um although austin mitch and i are going to record for a full day mm-hmm. uh in a couple weeks up there nice and there might be something out of that but anyway yeah um someone's just coming in the back door you know we uh <laughs> yeah, might be uh might be the man himself hey oh it's austin it's austin in the house you want to say hi to the people? Hey, what's up, people? <laughs> Austin, uh, he's dope. He fucking gets down on that fucking guitar, and you <laughs> will find out about it if you don't know about it. <laughs> Sooner than later, for sure. <laughs> dope. Um, shit, I don't know what else. I mean, this might be it. We've been going, what did I say, 42? Dang, minutes? yeah. Holy We've shit. been going. Yeah. Uh, you want to hit one more uh, loop? Oh, sure. Before we yeah, uh, yeah. bid gonna, them adieu. I'm going to amend my challenge to get like Mayor Bliss to 
freestyle once, then do her impression of a ludicrous loop, and then <laughs> close it out with a loop, if that's what we're going to do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown, Ross. Thank you. 
So yeah, that's uh how we do it. Happy New Year. <laughs>